This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Budweiser Reds Hot Stove League, presented by United Dairy Farmers. The Reds are on the the Hot Stove League is brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks Tavern and Grill, Kettering Health Network, JTM Food Group, Norcom, and by Document Destruction. The Hot Stove League is also brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, connecting what matters. Your tri-state Chevy dealer. Check out their award-winning lineup at your Chevy dealer now. Encore Technologies and Cisco. Salvage Store USA in Wilmington, Ohio. Selling unclaimed freight at huge savings. And by United Dairy Farms, where Highlander Grog Coffee is back for a limited time. Fresher, better, UDF. The Reds are on the now, the Reds Hot Stove League on 700 WLW, the home of the Reds. And a pleasant good evening, everyone, and welcome indeed to the Reds Hot Stove League. I'm Marty Brenneman. He's Jim Day. And, hey, it's like old times being back in the studio on our flagship station, 700 WLW. They, of course, uh, this was created by the fact that uh, we had to vacate the Holy Grail tonight because of a concert at the Coliseum for a group uh, that you guys are big fans of, and that would be Metallica. Is that correct, Jim? Well, I, you know, I'm pretty much eclectic Mozart to Metallica. Yeah, I know that. But uh, I could have meshed with the peeps going to the concert tonight. And you and uh, you, you might have struggled. You and Rocky, I would have. You and Rocky Borman were talking about uh, uh, Metallica. You were talking about White Snake uh, yeah. and groups of that ilk. Is that oh, correct? Yeah. yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, I can. I'm very eclectic. I can go across the board. Yeah, and, and people are very impressed with the fact that it's Mozart to whatever you said. Metallica. That's, Metallica, yeah. that's fine. That's I'm, pretty much I'm thrilled to death for you. Um, we uh, we expect this to be a good show tonight because I would imagine sometime around the 6.15 era, uh, hour or maybe eight, seven minutes from now, eight minutes from now, we will have the pleasure of uh, talking to uh, Yasiel Puig, who has been uh, on a whirlwind tour of the city of Cincinnati today, and he's He's been a lot of places and have done a lot of things, and uh, we hope to have him for about 15 or so minutes just to fire some uh, quick, rapid-fire questions at him before he has to leave and move on to something else. Well, they've been they've been wanting to get Yasiel to town, obviously, and the, his schedule has been busy and all the things that he's been involved with. So they, they got him here today, and little did they know it's going to be one of the coldest days in decades. It's going to be and, interesting in a few oh, minutes to find out, has wow. he ever spent a day that was even remotely right. as cold as this day was in our city. Cuban descent, believe lives in Miami in the Correct. off season. Mm-hmm. Played in Los Angeles, right. and he's played in cold temperatures. And when you on the road with the Dodgers, but nothing like this. So no. it'll be interesting to see if he's ever experienced anything like this. Well, we, we went th- on the caravan with Eugenio Suarez. He had never seen snow accumulated on the ground before. He had played that? in flurries, but he had never seen snow accumulating on the ground in his life. 
Well, it's been a long time since we've seen temperatures as low as it is here in Cincinnati. The schools were uh, off for the most part today, and I understand the list is growing rapidly by the hour in terms mm-hmm. of schools that will be shut down for a second straight day tomorrow. Um, as far as we're concerned, the upside is that we're now counting down the days until we leave and head west to prepare for another baseball season, broadcasting Reds baseball. You'll be involved with television, um, and it won't be that very, very much longer now before we'll be out in the warm climes of uh, Goodyear, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona. Just a couple of weeks, yeah. and uh, can't wait for that. And you are doing an interesting thing because uh, – we know that this is the Marty Tour in 2019. You're driving out there, and you are taking the scenic route. What are you leaving? Uh, we're leaving next Thursday, a week from uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're going south. We're taking the southern uh, route, going from here to Memphis. Spend two nights in Memphis because I want to see Graceland and also want to see Sun Records and Stax Records. Uh, from there to Tupelo to see where the man was born. And from there, we go down the Natchez Trace, which is dead down the center of Mississippi. We'll stop off for a few hours and visit my good friend, and we hope yours, Jeff Brantley yes, and sir. Ashley and the kids. Yes, sir. We'll go then to Natchez and spend a night. From Natchez, we go to New Orleans, where we'll spend two nights. And then we begin the long trek across northern Texas. Texas. Yeah, we'll stop off in San Antonio for a couple of nights and take Danny Graves and his wife, Sonny, out to dinner. Nice. Uh, and then up to uh, through El Paso, and then up we go north from El Paso to Bisbee, Arizona, quaint little town, and from Bisbee to Tucson, and when you get to Tucson, you're two hours away from Goodyear. So that's it. You actually invited me to go along this trip, and uh, I'm, I'm glad I, I said no because you don't want me uh, in the car to bother you, but th- this has got to be quite the trip. Yeah, it is, and uh, as I say, it'll be my last spring as a broadcaster with this club. Not to say I won't be back for other spring trainings, but not in my current capacity, and and, uh, I've never been to the state of Mississippi. Wow. Of all the travels that I've incurred in my business in baseball and in basketball, uh, I've never been to Mississippi, and and I'm kind of looking forward to that. So it's going to be a nice trip. We'll be out in uh, Goodyear by the – the 18th or 19th of uh, February, and then the first game is the 23rd. We'll be off and running then. Rocking you guys are doing five games television, right? The dark side, as you call it, yes. is uh, doing five games on our own. I think they're broadcasting other people's broadcast Correct. of games. Yep. Uh, so there will be more than five. But, yeah, we are producing five ourselves. Uh, we're not taking calls when we have Yasiel Puig with us because he's going to be here for just a brief time. But uh, after that, and I would assume he'll be leaving us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, so if you want to talk about anything relative to the Reds or to Big League Baseball, 749-7000-1-800-843-2441 is our toll-free number. And, of course, a, a big story. Right now it's a non-story unless something occurs to make it a truly big story. And that is a rumor that the Reds and the Miami Marlins are – uh, in heavyweight conversation that would result in uh, JT Real Muto being traded from Miami to Cincinnati. It's one of those that's uh, been a head-scratcher around the world of baseball mm-hmm. um, because when you talk about the Reds, uh, particularly adding a Puig, um, adding Alex Wood, adding um, Kemp, uh, still the need is pitching, whether it be in the bullpen or add to your starting rotation uh, outside of, of finding an everyday center fielder perhaps. Um, so it's kind of a head scratcher in that 
you're dealing from a position of what you think is a strength. Tucker Barnhart is a gold glove winner. Sure. Um, he's a good leader. He's signed to a long-term contract that is very affordable if uh, you're the Cincinnati Reds. Um, so it, at first you're like, wow, wow really? Um, but, you know, JT Realmuto, you're talking about arguably the best all-around catcher in the game. I mean, that's not to demean Tucker Correct. Barnhart. Um, Tucker and him are probably equal defensively, if not Tucker being better. Uh, but the offensive numbers that Realmuto has put up uh, in a large ballpark with no one hitting around him uh, is impressive. And he's in the prime of his career. So the Reds are, are, I guess, kicking the tires on it. But, you know, you and I know Tucker, it's kind of hard personally. It's got to be hard on him to hear these rumors, you kind of wish that it wasn't public. You know? and, and the other part of that is if you can get personal about a situation, is Tucker Barnhart is a, is a favorite among not just mine, yeah. but all the guys that cover this ball club. Mm-hmm. All, there's no question. He's a favorite in the clubhouse. Yes. Um, so it's one of those tough things where you just got to chalk it up that this is indeed a business and he is indeed an asset. Correct. Um, that's just the life of it in baseball. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, I always have to know what are you giving up uh, if you're going to make a trade like that. What right. are you giving up? People say, should they get JT Realmuto? Well, you got to tell me what what they're giving That's up. That's right. So We uh, we have a caller standing by. We're not going to make you wait, Matt, until the bottom of the hour. Matt's from Shiviet, and uh, you want to talk about JT Realmuto? Go ahead. Yeah, I have a quick question. First of all, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I, I think this offseason has been an interesting one, and I'm definitely a lot more excited than I was this time 12 months ago. Uh, I'm glad to see that we've got, gotten some pieces, uh, pitching-wise, that are going to contribute to the team. I, I hear about the JT Ramuto, and I apologize if my pronunciation of his name is incorrect, but I've heard the, the latest rumors, and... I can't help but to wonder, I, I think 2019 is going to be a, a, a good year for us. I don't know if it's going to be a great year for us. I think it's going to be a good year. I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot that the fans have to be excited for. But I think, I, I guess what I'm wondering is with, with Tucker Barnhart, and really I just want you guys' feedback and, and your thoughts, with Tucker Barnhart behind the plate, why, what, you know, is this the year that we want to make that kind of a deal, or, or should we wait till next year? You know, they're talking already, hey, if you want a good player, you got to give a good player. So be willing to part with a Sinzel or a Tram or, you know, so on and so forth. And I, and I, you got to get to your point, uh, Greg, because we could run out I'm of time. So, I'm sorry. Uh, Matt, I'm sorry. What I'm asking, uh, isn't that kind of trade a year away? You know, shouldn't we wait till we're ready for a real push to give away some of our more valued? farm pieces. Matt, uh, we appreciate your call since it took you five minutes to ask a question. Uh, we're going to have to get to your answer uh, a little bit later on because we're up against it right now. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League presented by Budweiser and UDF. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League presented by Budweiser and UDF. And the Reds have announced a special addition to the 2019 promotional schedule. It's a Yasiel Puig bobblehead. It's coming up on Thursday, July 18th. First 25,000 fans at the game are going to get that bobblehead of the Reds' new outfielder. Get your tickets for the July 18th game and any other bobblehead giveaways by purchasing the Reds' Pick 6 plan. Visit reds.com slash pick 6. With Marty Brenneman, I'm Jim Day. And the aforementioned Yasiel Puig, Marty, has joined us live in the studio. Young man, it is great to meet you. Welcome to Cincinnati. 
How you doing, sir? How you doing? Doing good. Can doing. I ask you a question, one that everybody is waiting to hear your answer to? Yeah. Have you ever been involved in a day as cold as this one has been? Not really, but to me it's not that cold. I, uh, I said to my friends and my girlfriend, it's all mental. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that it's that cold and because it's really it's not that cold. <laughs> I I landing at six in the morning. It's more cold in the morning. The yeah. the and the day get, but I being around the city and meeting people and having fun in this nice city right now. I meet the owner on the team, the GM, and a lot of good people in the offensive and that's the reason i said it's not that cold you know being around the good people it's not that cold the weather you look really good in that jersey i thank might you, tell sir. you that thank you very much it does look good how, how do you feel about the trade i feel good you know i've been playing for los angeles Dodgers for six years and the what i said is i come into this country to play baseball and God bless me to play for the Doyle for six years. And now it's like a new new life, a new team, new city. And now the only I can do is practice the more I can and be prepared for 2019. Right. And do the best I can. And my new team now is Cincinnati Reds and try to bring the team back in the playoff. Did it make it easier that Turner Ward is now the hitting coach with the Reds? Uh, it was much publicized, the relationship that you have developed with Turner. Did that make it easier that he's here? That's something like, you know, like nice and creepy at the same time. He's He signed for the Cincinnati Reds, and like two weeks later, I signed for the Doyers training to Cincinnati, and that's uh, amazing because... We are good friends and we have like a family together. We have a lot of jogging in the clubhouse, kids. A lot of kissing in the dugout. Uh, a lot of kissing <laughs> in the. And when I, before the trade, the people say, oh, uh, I feel bad because Turner sent to Cincinnati. It's not going to be the same like Kiss Turner, Sipui, when he kissed Turner now. Late, two weeks later, like I said, I coming in to the same team, to Cincinnati, and we're going to kiss a lot this year. You did a lot of running around in Cincinnati today. They had you a lot of places. You met a lot of people. Um, of course, uh, you, you, the ballpark is, is uh, not a stranger to you in the frequent few times that you've come in with the Dodgers to play at Great American Ballpark. So you're familiar with the park. Yeah, yeah, but from yeah. a hitter's perspective – you gotta like that ballpark. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that's the reason I excited to be here about being in like I said, being a new city, being a new team, and being uh, around the new fans and and new love for myself and, and my team. Uh being with Tune and being a new park, uh, that's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, new year, 2019, everything is new. Like uh, the beginning when I coming from Cuba, and like I said, I go enjoy my my year right here, 
and I hope so nobody know, only God know what's the plan for the next year when I go and be a free agent. Maybe the Rex like the way I play, maybe the city want me here and or go in different ways, but you never know. But the moment I go and be here, I go and do the best I can to be happy in this city and show the people the love. It's no more to me being Los Angeles is a bigger city, bigger thing or whatever. It's to only I come here to play baseball and do the best I can to the people, the fans, pay for each game, coming and enjoy myself and enjoy my team the, and seeing the face and the people that we do the best we can to get the team to the playoff. Been a lot of talk about the Reds' outfield right now. Um, right now, not a true everyday, at least defensive center fielder. You've played some center field. If they called upon you to do it every day, could you pull it off? Would you be comfortable there, or would you prefer not to play center field? I want to play when my money told me. You know, the the point to myself and how my family is to play every day. The only one is play every day, no matter where, where, what position. I want to help my team in the lineup because I can help my team from the bench. And he's the money, the the money, the coaches, the organization designed me, put in the center field. I love to play over there because that's the field I love to play. I love to play center field, but the last six years, I've been in the center and the right field, sorry. And, but he's the way, he's the best way to help my team to win and got to the point and the goal that we need this year, 2019, is play center field. I go and be available and happy to be in the center, in the center field. Uh, Rysel, did you, uh, Rysel, I'm thinking about Rysel Iglesias. Did, did you all, did you all have a relationship? Uh, Yasiel, when both of you were in Cuba before you came to the United States? In Cuba, not too much. We talk here and say hi right. during the batting practice when I come in with the Doyers. And the same for the other teammates is that I have right now, like Joy Boro, Garnett, and, and all the guys. Right. Uh, Suarez. And now we have a group text that we text each other almost every day, like uh, talking about how we can do this team better. You know, yeah. like we need to be like a family together and enjoy the moments together and do something great from a spring training to everybody feel comfortable with the team. And like uh, we are with one proposal right here, like uh, bring this team back to to the postseason in October. I know you're busy. We're going to let you run because I know your day's probably not over yet. Uh, we want to thank you for making a, a small part of your day to be with us here. We look forward to seeing you, Jim, and I will both be in spring training the whole time. Yeah, I hope to so see you there. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. So much, you're yeah. a great follow on social media, yeah. by the way. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> thank you. I like social media. I like be like a, that's myself, you know. Yeah. That's the 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 things that I do inside the baseballs is the same things that I do outside. I, I like to be, like, do, uh, I don't know how I said, like, a crazy stuff. When I flip my bat, it's not to disrespect the other no. team, you know, like, uh, it's something exciting in my, in, 
in my body like wow i do something great i push my team tight game winning game right now with this home run and that's something i said is coming myself i know practice do my lick the back either <laughs> i don't like it bro that thing when i lick the back one time the next pitch work and i said well you know what i could keep going lick the back <laughs> and sometimes when i hit a home run i forget giving the keys to turn the world and oh my and some teammates saw me hey you forget giving the keys and I, oh yes and i go and running and giving the keys to turn the world that's things that happen during the the heat and the base and the baseball game you know like young man god bless you we'll see you in spring training safe Thank travels you, more, sir. Thank you, you bet yasiel puig we'll be back with the hot stove league in just a moment Back in the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by Budweiser and UDF. And the Holy Grail Banks and Budweiser are proud sponsors of the Reds Hot Stove League. Grab your buds. Our next show is next Wednesday, February 6th. We'll return to the Holy Grail Banks with specials on Bud and Bud Light Buckets at the Holy Grail Banks, Cincinnati's home for sports. With the Hall of Famer Marty Brenneman, I'm Jim Day. Uh, So glad to be joined by uh, Yasiel Puig. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We're going to go right back to the phones. Robert from Bridgetown has been standing by. Robert, what's on your mind? Yeah, I look at the trade this way. Trading a catcher who's pretty good for a catcher who's super good. Trading India, who they want because of his local connection. And the question is, do we want to trade Senzel for Real Muto? Senzel gets dizzy, and we haven't even seen him in the major leagues. And the other guys have that regarded as the best defensive and offensive catcher maybe in the game. And I'd say, hell yes, many times over. I mean, you want to be good, you got to have the better players. We know what it's like not having them in the last three or four years. So well, you know, I, I'm all for it. Uh, Robert, I'm all for Rio Muto, the way I look at it. Well, I, here's You're the replacing thing. your catcher, you know, and the other guy is further away than Senzel, so... That's just the way I look at it. The team wants to spend the whatever extra money it is. That's a refreshing thing, and it's you want a middle lineup hitter. He is, as well as a catcher. Well, to begin with, I don't. I don't think that, uh, and I may be dead wrong, and I don't know anything. But I uh, and Jim and I were talking about this earlier tonight before we went on the air. I don't think you can get Real Muto for Tucker Barnhart and for Jonathan India. I, I don't think that's well, enough. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, the only reason I'd be inclined to make a deal for him, uh, no matter who's involved, is the fact that they've got him under control for two seasons. That's it, true, too. If, next year, if this year coming up was his uh, free agent season, I would say there isn't anything I would give to get him for yeah. one year. Yeah, uh, right. I, I just question, quite honestly, now – whether the trade is going to be made at all because nothing has happened the last two days after yeah, that true. burst of information. That's true. Uh, yeah. With other clubs like uh, who, San Diego Padres, Padres and the L.A. Dodgers both involved, right, Jim? Yeah, at least if you believe what has been written. Uh, I would feel a lot more comfortable if you know they, the Yankees allow the Reds a window to negotiate a long-term And they won't allow anybody to, will they? The Marlins, at least what's been reported, is right. they will not allow a negotiating window. I'd feel much, even though two years is great, I would feel much better if the Reds were able to sign him yeah, but two even years longer. Two years, you know. Well, I understand. I understand. We've been going on with this thing where everything is five or four years, three yeah. years down the road. I'm, I'm glad they're deciding to do the things they're doing. It's exciting, and this guy's a physical specimen. This is not a, you know, a guy who can just 
Barnhart, I don't think, was quite as good this year as he was the two years before. And uh, this guy's clearly at a near his peak, maybe at his peak, but he's a, certainly a, a two-year guy that can produce, and if he doesn't produce as much, he could maybe still get him another year. You know, But he's definitely more an athlete, I would think, than than what we're giving up, other than maybe Senzel. We don't really even know what he can do, you know. So I think I had a Senzel for Real Muto. You're already giving a catcher up for a catcher. That's even. India's further away. He's the guy I think they are they like, but they got to get more than India and Barnhart, I would think. But Robert, we appreciate your call. Thanks very much. Uh, rather thought-provoking questions, uh, and you, you provide some, some very interesting answers. Let's go back to the phone. Indianapolis, Brandon, you're on the air. Hey, Marty. Hey, Jim. Uh, Marty, I know this season will be your last year, and we'll miss you, but I understand you know retirement's nice, and you'll get to do the things you want to do, and I enjoyed seeing you at Reds Fest last year. And Jim, Thank you. It was good to hear you. Um, Marty, I don't know. Um, you know, I can't think of the guy's name, but why we really don't need a catcher, do we, with all the stuff we have? I mean, you might call me crazy, but I don't think you want to really trade Tucker, do you? Uh, well, you know, I for me, I'm I'm a I'm a huge Tucker Barnhart fan. At the same time, as our previous caller Robert just pointed out, you're talking about uh, giving up a good catcher for a very very good catcher, uh, maybe uh, looked upon by many as the best catcher in baseball all around. Um, I was stunned when I heard the rumor that the Reds were in pursuit of uh, of JT Real Muto. Uh, uh, and and if they don't make a trade, I'm 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 thrilled to death that Tucker Barnhart's going to be back in a red uniform. It's a tough call, uh, but uh, when you talk about Tucker, uh, a personal aspect of this whole thing enters the picture because we all like him so much. And I understand it's a business, and I've been around the game long enough to know it is. But at the same time, uh, that doesn't keep one from from uh, thinking it would be nice if somebody else were involved in this trade besides Tucker Barnhart. Uh, we appreciate your call. Uh, we've got caller standing by out of West Virginia, Brian, and uh, hopefully you'll dial us up, 749-7000, You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by Budweiser and UDF. Back with the Reds Hot Stove League with Jim Day. I'm Marty Brenneman. Nice to be with the Sheriff, a.k.a. Dave Keaton, here as our producer and engineer tonight. Sheriff! The Reds Hall of Fame and Museum, presented by Dinsmore and the Moorline Lager House, have teamed up for brunch, brews, and baseball. Held on Sunday through March 10th, begin the day at the Moorline Lager House for brunch and a flight of Moorline's award-winning beers, and then head over to the ballpark for a tour that includes a stop in the Reds Clubhouse. Tickets are available at redsmuseum.org. And we go back to the phones in West Virginia. And, Brian, thanks for waiting. You're on the air. Marty, Jim, good evening. How are you guys doing tonight? Fine, pal. How are you? Doing well. Marty, again, since your announcement, I want to say thank you for 46 years of providing generations of Reds fans a lot of memories. And uh, we've got another season with you, and we're going to enjoy every minute of it. And Jim, thanks for for what you do on the TV side with you and Pick, keeping us informed with the Reds on, on Fox Sports Ohio. Guys, my, my question, Marty, it's directed for you. Okay. You know, tonight we're, we're going to see on, on MLB Network the, the special about the great Johnny Bench. Correct. And there's no question that, that Johnny remains the greatest catcher of all time, in my mind, in Major League Baseball history. There's not 
any better before him or since him. But you saw him every day for the better part of 10 years. Everybody knows the offensive things that Johnny Bench can do and the defensive things. But what were some of the other intangibles that Johnny Bench brought to the game that continue to make him stand out as the greatest catcher of all time? Well, I think uh, he, the knowledge that he had of hitters in the league, and uh, it was a photographic memory. I mean, he, you know, he could see a guy once or twice, and he's got him down. Uh, and uh, I wasn't around when he came to the big leagues, but he came to the big leagues uh, and, and, and carried himself like he'd been around for uh, 20 years and, and, and let it be known that when he was behind the plate, uh, he was a man. And that's the way it ought to be. Um, I, I find it interesting with all the fine catchers that have come since uh, Johnny walked away from the game in the early 80s and this guy's the best catcher. There, there is no one, believe me when I tell you that, and I'm sure uh, there would be some really old people, older than me, that would tout Yogi Berra or Roy Campanella or people like that that played back in the 40s and 50s. But uh, I, for me, and, and I'm prejudiced when it comes to talking about the talents of a guy like Johnny, uh, there's no one who has, been, uh, who has been better at his craft than he was. I, I reflect back to the 75 League Championship Series against Pittsburgh, uh, a running team. They tried to steal on him early in game one. I think twice he shot down both runners. It took them completely out of their game and was a, a major factor in the Reds winning that series, something that very few people even talk about. So uh, I'm a big fan of Johnny Bench, the player, and I think uh, it's quite an honor to have a special devoted for 60 minutes to your career and, and your life. He's also become a, a great father to young sons. Uh, for the most part, raising them and finding the time to spend with them quality time as well as continuing to do what he does for charities and such as that. So uh, I'm, I'm a big fan, Brian, and we appreciate your call. All right, let's go to uh, Jeff in Westchester. Good evening, Jeff. Hey, fellas. How are we doing this evening? Wonderful. Hey, Marty, I just want to say uh, with uh, all the troubles and challenges our country's had the last few years you uh in the summertime you take us all away from that for about three hours well i appreciate and, that thank you jeff and um as far as the trade's concerned i'm all about bringing you know that kid up here but you know we have spent the last several years stockpiling some younger guys who hopefully are going to help our team be good for for many seasons and i just hope that we don't try to, to just run this thing for one season and go for bust well, you know, it's it's at least exciting, even if they don't pull off the trade, it's at least exciting that the Reds are kicking the tires on something Correct. like this. Uh, and, you know, for so long, we didn't talk about the Reds at all in December. It was like crickets uh, in December and January. Um, the fact that they're trying to, to load up and at least considering adding arguably the best catcher in the game. I mean, if if you just sit back and say, okay, you can add the best catcher in the game and you can give up guys that are unproven at this point uh, for the most part, Man, you've got to – it's hard to turn that down. Uh, we're talking about eight positions on the field, and are you going to have the best at one of them? I, I, I agree. I agree with that. But, but, again, you know, you don't take number one draft picks for no reason. I understand. It's and, hard. Like and, and I said, you got to know what – I got to know what the deal is. What are you giving up? That's correct. And, and I think this team right now is he, it's just hands, hands above what we had last year. This rotation – uh, as it stands, I mean, is there how many better rotations from one to five? Is there going to be in the National League than what we have right now? Uh, there's some better rotations. 
I mean, let's just get carried away now. Yeah. I mean, let's, as far I'm as the Reds are concerned. One through, one through five now. Well, Not I think, well, two. Uh, hey, uh, Jeff, number four and five are still questionable. Yeah. I mean, the, the big three, if you can call them that, of, of, uh, of uh, Alex Wood and Sonny Gray and, uh, yeah. and Tanner Roark are established big league pitchers. The other two spots are spots that will have to be filled. One of, obviously, will be Luis Castillo, all things being equal, but the number five spot still much of it up, in the, up in the air. We appreciate your call. Um, we got a commercial break coming up. Before we get to that, I want to remind people that uh, I'll be in uh, Ashland, Kentucky on Saturday along with George Foster and one of the fine citizens of Ashland, Amanda Brenneman, for the Eastern Region Reds Hall of Fame chapter event. It'll be Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. at Park Place on 1701 Central Avenue in, Ath- in Ashland. Uh, this group having, uh, it, I, we are having the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum, the first Eastern uh, region chapter event huntington ironton moorhead portsmouth partnering together to host this special event and uh, tickets are 25 dollars can be purchased by the chapter leaders uh or by calling sherry roland at 513-765-7926 or luke schaefer at 513-765-7925 at the reds hall of fame and museum a reds hall of fame and museum member only event if you're not a member you will not be allowed to be there, and tickets are extremely uh, limited, and we look forward to seeing you on Saturday in Ashland, Kentucky. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by Budweiser and UDF. Back in a moment. Final segment, Reds Hot Stove League, presented by Budweiser and UDF. With Marty Brenneman, I'm Jim Day. Let's go right back to the phones. Gene from Dent standing by. Gene. Yay, Jim Day. <laughs> All right. Then. And Marty. How you doing, girl? Gene, Gene, Wonderful. the dancing machine. Uh, yeah, I, I am dancing now. I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to thank the Reds and thank you guys for having Yasiel Puig on. Um, you know, it's just been uh, a great pickup. Well, that's a, a small way to say it, but, I mean, it's just adding a lot of excitement, and uh, it really displayed a great attitude, I thought, on his part. Yeah, I was very much impressed. I mean, it was a very short meeting with him, and he was hand-delivered to us by the Reds, so it's not like uh, don't give us kudos. The, the Reds did a nice job of – But uh, you did the interviewing. Well, yeah, but, but the Reds did a nice job of uh, taking him around town today. He made a visit to the Urban Youth Academy, which I heard went over great. The guys that oh, were yeah. escorting him said that he was terrific with the kids. And you can just – he's just oozing with enthusiasm. And even the cold, he said, you know what, mind over matter. Uh, you know, we'll see how it, how it goes, but uh, the first impression was a good one. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys, and enjoy your season, Marty. Thank you very much, Gene. We appreciate it, dear. All righty. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go back to the phones. And uh, in Fort Myers, Larry, you're on the air. Hey, how you guys doing? Pretty good, Bubba. Good. You know, I'm amazed. I'm driving my car, and on the old-fashioned radio, I can pick up WLW. How about that? That shows you the power of the big one. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, what I was thinking is, you think, you know, if the Reds could get Real Muto without getting rid of Tucker and then flip Real Muto and get a number one starter? Well, that's been discussed. We've been, we've been talking about, you know, different scenarios over and over in this thing. Um, one would be that. When I first heard about it, I got to admit, I, I thought that the, maybe the Reds were part of a three-team trade and when the Reds would get a starting pitcher in that regard and maybe Real Muto would go to uh, someone like the Dodgers um, or Padres in a, in a three-way deal. Who knows? But uh-huh. um, 
as far as flipping him, I, I'm not sure. I, I haven't heard much of that. Uh, Marty, have you heard anything on? No, I, and I, you know, I, I tend to uh, side with Jim. I think if this were a three-way deal, we would have gotten wind of yeah, that. Yeah. And there's been no mention of a third party. So I, unless they kept a team out of it, uh, it would be the best kept secret going. Um, I think this is a strictly a deal between Miami and whether it be the Reds, it's the Dodgers, or it's not the Dodgers, it's the San Diego Padres, one-on-one. Who knows? There could be other clubs, too. I mean, it could be. I'm I mean, not discounting yeah. that. I just feel like you'd have known that by now. But as we get closer to spring training, I hear there's a lot of pressure on the Marlins. They they want to move him. They want to continue their process of getting rid of these vets and loading up on prospects and younger players. Um, there's going to be added pressure to the Marlins to uh, deal him from ownership, I would think. So uh, we'll see as time goes on. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few days or a week or so because I agree with you. I think there's been pressure brought to bear by ownership mm-hmm. yep. on Derek Jeter to get this thing done and yep. send him somewhere else and get something in return. We are out of time. We enjoy being here in the studio tonight, and for some strange reason, we get more calls here than we do when we do it outside. We appreciate those who call, and we uh, commiserate with those who we were not able to get on the air because of time. Jim enjoyed it. I will see you in Arizona. Cannot wait. I'll be here next week at the Holy Grail Bakes with your son, Thom Brenham Hand. So long, everybody.